Hi, this is Money Honestly. I'm Jana Heron, and today, Denitza Tekova, one of the reporters for my team at Yahoo Money and Cache, is joining us. We'll be talking about CEO bonuses from companies in bankruptcy. Denitza, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me again. So we have been reading a lot about companies that are going bankrupt. A lot of retailers, I think JCPenney, for example, we saw J. Crew. Uh, I think Nordstrom was another one. And a lot of it has to do with the coronavirus. So what is the landscape right now with these companies going bankrupt? So what we're seeing is since the start of the pandemic, as you said, especially retail companies um, and others have been struggling financially. They've been closing off stores, laying off employees. Their revenues have been hit really bad. And what's been happening is when companies struggle, a lot of them are uh, filing for bankruptcy protection or Chapter 11. So this is giving them a chance to reorganize the company and maybe try to emerge from that difficult times in their business. And they hope they're able to operate after this ends and are looking for ways to keep the company going. Okay, so that's different than like a liquidation where... We're just closing down all the stores, selling all the inventory, and the company will not exist after the bankruptcy. This is where they're reorganizing and hoping that the company comes back as a new, better, probably streamlined company. Yeah, that's the plan. The plan is to go back to business. And they they continue working uh, when they have filed for bankruptcy protection. So they don't stop the business. Okay. And so some of these companies have been offering some really good, big incentives for some of their CEOs and um, other executives before they file for bankruptcy protection. Can you tell us a little bit about those bonuses? So, yeah, interestingly, um, as part of that Chapter 1 bankruptcy protection filing, Uh, A lot of companies are trying to incentivize, that's how they often refer to it, their executives and their uh, members of their senior teams to stay throughout that process of reorganizing and trying to get back to business. And they're motivating them by giving them bonuses. And these bonuses are, uh, I can say, pretty generous. Uh, They're starting from maybe $1 million, going up to $6 million. And this is added to their salary and their normal annual compensations. And some of those companies are Hertz, JCPenney, Chesapeake Energy, Whiting Petroleum. They're some of the most recent ones that have filed for Chapter 11, and they have paid those bonuses. And the total bonuses, for example, for uh, for those companies goes up to $25 million, the total amount they're paid to their executives. And this happens before they file for bankruptcy. Before they file. Why? But they know that they're going to be filing for bankruptcy protection, right? When they're making these bonuses? Or is it something like, oops, we paid these bonuses and now we realize we have to file for bankruptcy? Yeah, I I think that's a really good question. Most of the time they know. Some people that cover bankruptcies, they often say uh, when they give out their Uh, those bonuses, it's a signal that the company will file for bankruptcy. And they're often doing that, instead of doing it after they file for uh, bankruptcy, the process before that is uh, 
much easier and it's better for the executives getting the bonuses because it's just less uh, regulated and less um, scrutinized. Well, we're scrutinizing it now, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. So, okay, so they do this before they file because you said there's a lot of red tape otherwise. Can you tell us a little bit about that red tape? And also, why is it they really want to incentivize these CEOs or executives to stay on? Yeah, so what happens is a company sees they're running out of cash and they realize they'll probably have to file for bankruptcy protection and they're trying to keep their executive team with the company. And one of the people I spoke to, who's a low bankruptcy law professor, he had a really interesting analogy. He said that people are getting anxious, they do have to file for bankruptcy, so they're lining their ducks up in a row. And the first duck for the CEOs that they most worry about is their own salary. So they begin with that. And the, the whole process happens before the bankruptcy filing uh, because they don't need a court approval for that. So it's much easier um, for those bonuses to be given out then. And there is far less regulation. For example, if they do... Uh, that during the bankruptcy, after they filed for bankruptcy, the amount of money the executive gets is uh, far less and there are much higher chances for it to actually be quoted back. So the regulation is that the bonus shouldn't be more than 10 times what your average employee makes. And if you do the math for this, this is very little of what an average CEO will get. For example, in 2020, uh, what an average CEO makes uh, to uh, their typical worker was 278 to one, so or or 221 to one. So average CEO makes at least 200 times more than a typical worker. So the limitation of 10 times more is giving them a very little bonus. And they want to keep these CEOs and executives, these are the same ones that were in charge of the company as it's going down, but they want to keep them in place during the bankruptcy protection phase and reorganization? Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting point. From what I got from the people who are actually working on those boards that are advising companies how much bonus to pay to those executives... The initial idea is to keep those people who are really good and have a lot of knowledge about the company. For example, um, you have a CFO, a chief financial officer, who has worked there for like 20 years. He knows the company finances inside and out. And you want to keep that person and you don't want to train someone new to look through all the balance sheets and everything of the company just now compared to that person who knows them very well. But what happened is oftentimes there are many more people getting that bonuses. If the idea was initially to maybe pay the CEO, the CFO, and that's it, maybe, I don't know, two more people. Sometimes, like, for example, one of the companies we're looking at, I think it's 340 people they gave bonuses to. So the initial idea of just to pay two or three people gets stretched to maybe a few hundred. Oh, wow. So those few hundred people, are they like regular employees? Or are they more like higher management and stuff like that? So for, in, I was talking about Hertz, actually. They paid 
340 employees, a total of 16.2 million. And in their filing, they say they've paid employees at the director level and above. So this includes obviously their CEO, their, some of their executives, but then ev- everyone at the director, not everyone, but some people at the director level and above sounds like a very broad compensation. Right, right. Okay. But still you're more high, you're higher up in the company. We're not talking about like, for example, JCPenney closing like what, almost 150 stores those retail associates are probably not getting any kind of bonus because they're probably being laid off and not necessarily kept on with the company. Oh, for sure. For sure. The majority of the time, it's just um, the C-suite executives and sometimes people at the director level, like the typical employee wouldn't get such a bonus. Right, right. Okay. Interesting. You talked about something about clawing back these bonuses if they're done after the company files for bankruptcy. Can you explain what that means? Well, the the case is that first, it's easier to give those bonuses before the filing, but then if you make that retention payment after in, in the bankruptcy, while well, it's fair, it's very like, likely to be attacked legally. I know sometimes it can be kind of worded as an incentive and done after the bankruptcy, this also gives you a very high chance of it being attacked legally in court. And the best way for you to keep the bonuses and surviving throughout the court is to give it before you have filed for bankruptcy because it gives less legal reasons for people to claim it back. And this is actually a regulation uh, that has been in place uh, in the last 15 years. So this practice of giving out the bonuses before filing has become much more common since that reform was introduced. Right. Okay. So can we talk about some of the companies that you looked at in your reporting where you found these bonuses? You know, you did mention Hertz, but you also talked about JCPenney and what some of their bonus structures looked like and what were the reasonings they gave? Yeah, so JCPenney, for example, gave a total of 7.5 million. They gave it to only executives, so they didn't really go down to director level and such. And for example, their CEO got 4.5 million bonus to stay with the company throughout that process. Then we have Hertz. They paid 16.2 million in cash retention bonuses. As we mentioned, this was to 340 employees. Uh, and their CEO got the uh, 700,000 bonus. Then we have Chesapeake Energy, which from the companies we looked at has given one of the most generous bonuses. It has given a total of $25 million to 21 of its executives. And then we have Whiting Petroleum, which gave, gave $14.6 million in cash bonuses. And it gave one of the most generous bonuses to its CEO, which is worth $6.4 million. So we really see pretty big numbers. Often the total goes above $10 million. It really depends, obviously, on the industry, uh, on how many people were given bonuses. But the reasons are pretty similar. So in the filings, we see those companies um, justify the payments by saying that this is part of their decisions to how to handle their uncertain future. And this includes taking necessary steps to retain talent. 
They also say, for example, their historic compensation structure wasn't good enough to incentivize and motivate the workforce. So they're making this new change. They're giving out a bonus and they have revised compensation structure to keep the company going. But during all this, a lot of these companies are also just laying off their regular workforce, right, as they move through their bankruptcy protection reorganization? Yeah, so that that's the interesting part where a company dedicates maybe ten million to incentivize their executives. But what happens at uh, the kind of typical worker uh, level is very different. For example, Hertz in April they said they plan to lay off ten thousand employees across across North America, which for a company like Hertz, which has thirty eight thousand employees, is really a huge part of their workforce. So this company sees, I don't know, more than a fourth of their workforce uh, being cut and at the same time gives millions to their executives. JCPenney is a similar case. We don't know how many people have been laid off, but there have been um, 148 store closures after the filing for bankruptcy. And it's expected for 250 stores to be closed. So this will also likely result in many job losses. For Chesapeake Energy, we also have reports that some of its employees have been laid off. So, you know, while those bonuses are being handed, we see a lot of people losing their jobs. Makes it seem a little unfair, especially given this environment when so many people are losing their jobs due to the pandemic's fallout. Anything else that we didn't touch on or I didn't ask about, Denitza, that you you think is really important about this story? I think it's interesting that this practice is not new. Uh, it's been going on for a while. It may be some shape or form. Obviously, walls are changing and stuff. But what is interesting is that this practice is normally based on your compensation as a CEO and or, or other type of executive. And that compensation has grown dramatically in the last 30 or 40 years, while the compensation of an average worker hasn't really. So for example, going back to the, the, the numbers I told you earlier, in 2020, the CEO to typical worker compensation is 278 to one. And looking back to 1965, it was 20 to one. Wow. So this is a really big growth. And not only their compensation is bigger, uh, but their bonuses are bigger. And, you know, that kind of discrepancy of those people getting even bigger uh, bonuses while people lose their job is what is maybe problematic in that process. Because, you know, people who are defending that practice are saying that those companies really need those people to stay through that process. But then the real question is, how much do they need to be paid throughout that process with so many employees being laid off? For sure. And especially if you went back to like that 1965 example, when you said it was like 20 or 21 to one when it came to the CEO to worker compensation ratio. So that 20 to one is a lot closer to that bankruptcy regulation that you said that they can't pay a bonus larger than 10 times what the typical worker makes. So that's not nearly as off as it is today. 
Yeah, so maybe that's why, um, you know, the government tried to regulate those type of bonuses. It doesn't seem to work so far because we're seeing obviously very different ratios of compensation. But yeah, there were there was an attempt to kind of regulate the threshold for those bonuses. But they, they found a loophole. <laughs> yeah, there seem, there seemed to be a loophole. All these companies have given out those bonuses sometimes a month before that, sometimes days before that. And, you know, it's not something uh, that you, it's hard to define. Like, it's obviously to retain those people. Legally, it just seems to work uh, better than doing it after they file for bankruptcy. Well, Denise, this has been a really, really interesting conversation. I didn't know anything about CEO bonuses during bankruptcy. I've heard about CEO bonuses in general, but this is really eye-opening. So thank you, Denitza, for joining us today on Money Honestly. And thanks for everyone listening. Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. We'll see you next week. <laughs>